we talk about Tracy Morgan returning to Dover, Alec Baldwin as Donald Trump, and a whole lot more on this week's Hi, I'm in Delaware. Hi, everyone. I'm Ryan Cormier. I'm the entertainment writer here at the News Journal. And I'm Sarika Jagtiani. I edit 55 Hours, our weekend entertainment section, and I'm a digital producer. And we are back it's yes. the summer of 16 once again. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I was sweating yesterday. I know. I don't I don't really understand. And it's supposed to be like what and 85 on Wednesday where You're wearing shorts. I am wearing it's shorts. It's less than 2 weeks to Halloween. <laughs> I would just like to point out. We're recording this a a rare Tuesday podcast because we were going to do it Friday and then we didn't then yesterday we had technical problems and here we are. Yes, but we're back. That's we are all back. that matters. And yeah, I'm I'm wearing shorts and you're wearing a sweater. Yes, <laughs> that's about correct. Yes, <laughs> that's about how this should shake out. So let's talk about uh, the weekend a little bit. Um, on Friday night, I went down to Dover Downs, our old stomping grounds for Firefly. Sure. Was it weird driving down there and <laughs> <laughs> doing the same exact thing we do for Firefly, right. but on a Friday night in October? Yes, a little odd. But, uh, yeah, it was Tracy Morgan's first time back about two and a half years ago. He played a show there, was driving home, and that's when the Walt uh, Mark truck hit his van on the New Jersey Turnpike. Uh, he was critically injured, was put in a medically induced coma. Um, his opening act and friend Jimmy Mack died in the crash. Um, there are like six people who were pretty injured in it. So this was his first time back, um, and I went to review it. and. I've seen him once before. He played yeah. the, the the playhouse. The playhouse when it was called Dupont Theater in 2013, yeah. and it was a good show. Um, but it was his stand-up was like a bit of a one-trick pony type thing, where it's all sex. I'm going to get you pregnant. Right. You know, it, it's <laughs> all that stuff, and it's really, really racy stuff. Um, and it was almost all that. Right. Um, this time around, it was equally split between the sex stuff. A, a third of it was about his family. Right. And then the other third was about the accident and his recovery. So it really broadened him out, and it was a great show. And he's like, he's quick, too. It's it, it's not like he's he's mentally slow at all. Right. He has to sit every once in a while. He has a bit of a limp when he walks back and forth across the stage. But uh, it was really great seeing him there. Yeah, I have to say, I mean, I didn't go, but obviously I read the review. Like, it is great to see that. He seems to be kind of like top of his form again. And I just, it blows my mind that he went back and played that same place. Like yeah. I realized the attack or, you know, it's not like he was attacked there or the accident didn't happen there, but still like, you've got to think that there are ghosts there that you yeah. just are not going to encounter anywhere else. So I think it's amazing that he went back and played it and it seemed like such a good, like a great show, but also focused on that. Yeah. It, it was totally sold out. Um, and uh, I didn't realize until after the show when I saw that he posted the photo, but there was a seat in the front row that was left empty with, like, a big golden bow on it for his friend that passed away, which right. he, he pointed out the chair at the end of the show and brought on everyone who was in the van that night on stage, including the driver of the van, like, all, all of the survivors. They had a big group hug. Um, it was quite an emotional moment, and, like, by the end, he just, like, squeaked out a I love you, thank you yeah. um, at the end. And then he shook hands with a bunch of fans out front, um, in, in front of the stage right. area. Um, 
and uh, yeah, just kind of conquered <laughs> conquered that. Y- you could tell it was a big night for him. Yeah. A couple of morons were heckling him <laughs> from the back, like really early. Uh, he was wearing a really sparkly jacket, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> they shouted out, "Watch you take that jacket off!" And he just went at him. He was distracted for like five minutes, but he was like. <laughs> I'll still come down there and you'll feel like a, a joke when someone wearing this jacket whoops your ass. Um, but um, one joke that I couldn't put in the review because it was too dirty. Um, <laughs> he said that he became attracted to his physical therapist and his wife noticed. And his wife is like, what's up with that? And he said, I have Florence Nightingale syndrome. <laughs> And she's like, oh, yeah, well, I have big dick mailman syndrome. <laughs> like, he came loaded with lines like that, which were really funny. Um, you know, Florence just kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, Lockhorns, that comic strip, come alive. So it was a lot of of uh, him talking about his recovery and in a obviously very funny way. Uh, but he has a bunch of movies and TV shows coming right. out. So Tracy Morgan is back. Um, yeah, he just I just saw yesterday. He has a new show on TBS. Yeah. I think it was just announced yesterday. Yeah, with, it, um, it Jordan Peele. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be on FX and, and they moved it to uh, TBS for, you know, probably Who knows? some inside Hollywood yeah. reason. But uh, yeah, so so Tracy Morgan was back. Um, it's called Picking Up the Pieces Tour, so I assume it'll be a special and uh, you won't be able to miss it when it comes out, but we got a uh, an up-close and personal taste. And uh, yeah, packed crowd, everyone loved it. Yeah. Most mixed audience I've ever been to a show, racially, age-wise. Um, really? Yeah, it was crazy. All ages, all races, and everyone was just dying. <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, over the weekend, the day after Tracy Morgan, former Saturday Night Liver, played Dover. <laughs> yes. Alec Baldwin returned yes. as Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live. Correct. Now, we have not talked about this at all no. in the office, I don't believe, <laughs> but I think it's the greatest impression in SNL history. What? <laughs> I have watched each sketch multiple times. Okay. The faces he makes, even when she's saying things. Right are so dead on <laughs> and I just love it. Like I could watch it all all day long. Gina. Gina. <laughs> I don't know that I'll go that far. I think Tina Fey's Sarah Palin was fantastic. But she was just mimicking. I think yes. Alec Baldwin t- mimics and also blows up the bluster even more. Right. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I would have to think about that and have a serious debate. But it is fantastic and he's doing <laughs> like now that I've seen it, I can't imagine do anyone else doing right, it. It's yeah. one of those. Um and apparently actually it was Tina Fey's suggestion. Yes. So, good for her. And yeah, Daryl Hammond couldn't do this. No. Like Daryl Hammond had a nice little Donald Trump impression, yeah. but this is But like, this is another it's level. It's so grotesque. Like <laughs> it's, it's the whole thing is and for the <gasps> the second debate where he's swooping behind her, you know, like the the town hall debate. <laughs> Like, that was so well done. Um, I, I give a thumbs up, and uh, I cannot wait for this weekend. Uh, Tom Hanks is hosting, right. so uh, they might be able to squeeze oh Tom God. Hanks in there as uh, <laughs> as Chris Wallace would be my hope. Uh, oh, my God. Fox News is Chris Wallace will be hosting the final debate, right. which is tomorrow night, Wednesday. I have to say the most entertaining thing about, all, about the debate so far for me is just watching my Twitter feed. 
Oh, yeah. And just all the jokes that are coming yeah. out. And, like, <laughs> I don't remember if I said this before, but the one that made me just burst out laughing because it's so, it was so in the moment and so great. It's what they did on Saturday Night Live, basically. The part where he's just walking up behind her. <laughs> Someone tweeted, girl, he's right behind you. <laughs> like, in a horror movie. And I was just dying. Well, there there was also a moment in the real second debate where a Muslim woman asked him a question and it ended with him saying that Muslims should report things when they see things. So a lot of Muslims <laughs> on Twitter started a hashtag, like, say something, see something, say, say something. something. And one of them was the same thing. It's like, I'm a Muslim. I'd like to report a crazy man <laughs> right. standing behind a woman on my, on, on my TV here. Um, and, oh my God! And, and and Kate McKinnon's holding her own up against that. Like, it's such a ridiculous impression, but hers is so great. Right. Um, her trying to seem human, not an alien. Oh my God! I love great. it. I love it so much. <laughs> and just FYI, the Regal Brandywine. Yeah. They're showing the debate for free. Like well, you can go watch the debate with a theater full of people. That's how popular the debates are but also like i don't know for me i don't want to be in mixed no. crowd like Imagine i want to be i don't want to be near strangers right a strangers b strangers with opposing political views exactly in a dark right. confined space as a giants yankees fan living <laughs> in, in delaware where it's all eagles and phillies fans right if it's the Yankees Phillies World Series, I'm sorry, I'm in my basement right? alone. I'm not going out to a right. Giants Eagles game normally because I don't want to be surrounded by people who are taking away from my experience right. by shouting or rooting for right. other people. Um, also, I I really do love just riding the Twitter oh my God. during the debate because it's, the it's it, there's so much good stuff. It's the best, and I follow <laughs> Patton Oswalt, who is just comedy gold all mm -hmm. the time, right. but especially for stuff like this. Like he always <laughs> just pulls out gems, and he's so fast. <laughs> it makes me crazy. I am not fast. So uh, SNL will be back this weekend with Tom Hanks. Um, let's talk a little bit more about TV. Um, you've been watching a show that I have not watched yet. Still? Well, last yesterday I told you I didn't watch it, and I didn't watch it last night. So All right, yes, you failed. Still, I did fail. All right. But I do love Waterworld. Uh, I <laughs> think that, hey, the budget was a little high, but, uh, you know, costume rules. You think in time people will appreciate it, basically? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm talking about Westworld. Westworld. Shit is crazy. <laughs> that is my <laughs> three-word review. Now, did it go crazy in the third episode? Like, is it building up? Did it build up to crazy, or did, like, shit go down? Well, the whole premise of the show, for those who haven't watched it, is I guess it's based on a 70s movie starring Yul Brenner. It was Michael Crichton's which was, yeah, first uh, Michael I, th Crichton I think he book. wrote and directed the I think movie, so. which is crazy. So, I haven't seen that. To be honest, don't really care about that. The show is, um, basically the premise is that Westworld is a fantasy theme park set in the Old West. Okay. And I think in the last episode we heard someone refer to it as like 40K a day. So basically you're paying tens and thousands of dollars to go to this place, but you can do pretty much anything you want. Like... The people who are visiting, the guests, have free reign. So you can kill people, you can go on hunts for, you know, criminals with, you know, an old sheriff and go up into the hills and blah, blah, blah. Like, there are um, 
hookers in the old saloon and obviously you can sleep with all of them and etc etc sounds like the game a little bit that michael yes. douglas movie yes it's kind of like that except the people who work in the park mm-hmm. are all artificial intelligence so they're all not r- real r- people r- r- robots r- 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 yes they're robots <laughs> but like the programming is so realistic that they're so you wouldn't know okay and one of them says to someone like he says, are you real? And she's like, can you tell? If you can't tell, does it matter? Mm, right. So it's just kind of like, kind of a mind fuck. Right. Excuse the language. <laughs> um, so that's the premise of the show. And it just keeps getting crazier and crazier because obviously the concern in most of these shows, movies, whatever that deal with artificial intelligence is like, do they have feelings? Do they know what's going on? Mm-hmm. Do they know what's right. their place in the world? And that's kind of what this show deals with. I'm 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 excited for it. Are there any aliens in it? Because uh, not yet. I like my cowboy movies with aliens. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the only one. Uh, and the guy behind it is the brother of Chris Christopher, Christopher Nolan, Nolan, who did right. all the crazy good Batman movies right. and a ton of other good stuff. Yeah, and I have to say, so Evan Rachel Wood is in it. Um, you know, I've been a fan of hers for since once and again when she was like 12. Mm-hmm. So she's really great in it. Um, James Marsden is in it. Ed Harris. Ed, ugh, I hate Ed Harris so much. But yes, Ed Harris you is in it. You hate Ed Harris. I hate Ed Harris. Hate. <laughs> Why do you hate Ed Harris? I just think he's odious. I just hate him. <laughs> he's odious. Yeah, I just don't like him. Uh, I mean, it's probably just the characters he's played. But I'm convinced that that's what he's like in real life and I hate him. He's a monster. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Wright is great. Um, and, uh, oh, my God, what's his face? He's in everything. Old British dude. Anthony Hopkins. Oh. Is in it. Wow. And he's awesome. So, yeah, definitely I, a must-see. I don't want to get too much into the other ones because I haven't watched them, but have you peeked at uh, the other two new HBO shows, Divorce? or Insecure? Insecure? I haven't. I'm okay. really excited about Insecure. I was waiting for a few to build up so I could yeah. just binge them. Um, I have a whole Because I got other stuff to, to do, to. man. Yeah. There's yeah. so much TV right now. I did also watch The Good Place, that like ABC, NBC, I don't know, broadcast comedy with Kristen Bell and Ted Danson because mm. it was created by Mike Schur, who did Parks and Rec, and okay. I was such a fan that I wanted to watch it. I'll probably give it one more episode. Like It was yeah. kind of entertaining but you know the dancing, that's about it the dancing didn't do it for you yeah sorry ted <laughs> uh quick shout out though but i think the best tv uh, uh show right now is atlanta oh yeah like, it is so good if you're not watching it jump yeah. on it it's like all the other shows that i've seen it's like oh this is you know i'll give it another chance that was instant i was like oh yeah i'm i'm in i love how we're halfway into the first season and they're already just like breaking out of their shell and just doing crazy stuff. Like, yeah. one episode <laughs> is just all by itself. It's totally self... Is- it's isolated. I- it's isolated from the rest of the season. Right. And it's just getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. No, it's great. It's great. Um, girl on a Train? You saw Girl on a Train. I did. <laughs> I... Did you lose a bet? It may not have been the smartest decision, <laughs> but I wanted to go to the movies, and I really like the book. So this is the movie that <clears throat> Emily Blunt's in? Yes. That's out now? Right. Yes. It's Emily Blunt, um, Allison Janney, I'm completely blanking, oh, Justin Thoreau, and some other people you know. Ed Harris. 
hot damn. <laughs> no. Denied. So basically, it's a psychological thriller uh, based on the book by Paula Hawkins. The book's way better. It's fine. That's the end. <laughs> so don't go see it in the theater. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Sa- save your money. Yeah, save your money. Go see something else. Uh, what else have you been watching? Okay. Let's talk about Amanda Knox. Oh, on yes. On Netflix. So documentary about Amanda Knox. Um, so she's the one accused of killing Jean Benet in Michael Jackson's house. Yes. <laughs> she's Just the one who was accused of killing someone in Italy, was convicted. Yes, was for real this time. Then <clears throat> found not guilty and then convicted again and now is free. Yeah, it's bananas. Um, I would say if you didn't follow the case closely, which I absolutely didn't, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the one who killed if her roommate. If you didn't sit at home and watch Nancy Grace all day. Right. right. Yes. If you had a life. Correct. Or <laughs> a job or right. whatever. Better things to do. One person on earth who loves <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Last man on earth is really good right now. Yeah. <laughs> Digression over. Uh, yeah, I really recommend the Amanda Knox documentary. So apparently they had to really, like, lean hard on her to get her to participate. Um, and it's really the story from beginning to end with her participation about what happened and kind of her experience of the whole thing. Um, yeah, she was accused and in jail for, I think, five years in Italy for, um, allegedly killing her roommate. They were both college exchange students. Um... And it was, you know, it was really interesting. Like, if you are into true crime or remember the case but not really, like, it's a good, good watch. Do you buy it? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think she did it. Uh, I mean, she may have been privy to some information, but I don't actually think she did it. And, like, some of the allegations were insane. Like, that she convinced these two other guys to... That it was going to be, like, a sex game with her roommate, and she, like, convinced them to kill her. Like, I don't think any of that shit's true. It's too crazy. I can't wait to see it, because I really glossed over the headlines. Like, yeah. I, it got blown up so much on TV as, like, one of these right. celebrity stories. But if I, I'll watch a documentary where it's her going through it and giving yeah. you kind of a behind-the-scenes look. Well, that's, yeah, I think it's more interesting now that we can look at it in hindsight. At the time, I was like, yeah, this is just not my thing. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, talk about some more local things. Yes, Since we, we just talked about Italy for a little bit. Um, let's talk about the Constitution Yards Beer Garden, which is closing for the season <laughs> October 30th. Their first year is in the books. So last week, I made some calls to see how it went. Because when they announced that they're opening this 20,000-foot beer garden at Justison Landing in Wilmington, some of the neighbors were very upset. Uh, They were already nervous because they've been fighting the the music and the bass, the thumping bass, just like when you hit your (laughs) microphone, um, over at Firestone, which they say is loud. So this beer garden, like set off all these alarms, uh, a bunch of residents banded together, uh, they uh, pushed for a public hearing, which w- would have happened, I believe, anyway, and then there was a contentious courtroom-style three-and-a-half-hour 
<laughs> meeting about whether they should get a liquor license. It was like To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, it was like To Kill a Mockingbird about, about IPAs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so the season went on. Um, the only bad things I heard was that the lines are a little long opening weekend and that the food generally isn't that great right. and that it's a little overpriced, which, you know. Any place? Welcome to a beer garden. Yeah. Pretty much is, is um, that's pretty much what I would expect. Um, so I called up the, um, one of the residents who kind of led the charge. He's the vice president of the uh, association for that condo. And uh, <laughs> I was like, so how did it go? You know, kind of walking on eggshells. And he's like, it was great. There were great <laughs> neighbors. We had no problems. Um, part of, of the public hearing and everything was negotiating hours and whether they would have live music. So right. part of the outcome is because of, of, of them speaking out. Um, but the good news for everyone is that uh, it seems like everyone gives it a big thumbs up. It was family friendly. Uh, they have pick up wiffle ball games out there. It's added a lot <laughs> to the neighborhood um, from what some other neighbors told me. Right. And it's really kind of added a spark and, and created a, a place for people to go out and play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, I have friends who have taken their kids there, their dogs there. Like um, someone I know was telling me that after uh, a friend of a friend got married and had their reception they went there oh really <laughs> like, yeah, just oh, to wow. like take some pictures and have a beer oh that's funny so like you know it's obviously has fans yeah yeah um so when it comes to next season uh they didn't open this year until june because of um you know they were just putting it all together plus right. they did face some opposition uh so they hope to if the weather is good enough they're going to be open uh maybe by late april and then uh, a couple of cool things. They're keeping their kitchen and bar there. So when the Riverfront Ice Rink opens um, at the end of November, now there'll be the aforementioned food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but there, <laughs> there will be a bar. Uh, the shipping containers there will have heaters in them so right. you can warm up and, and you know have some hot cider yeah. and, and stuff. And they also want to build a 20 by 10 foot uh, movie screen there so they could show Christmas movies while people are ice skating. But more importantly, during the summer, Get the yeah. Phillies on there. Like when the Olympics were happening, yeah. they didn't have anything there for that. Right. And now in the fall, um, if you go over by that beer garden when the Eagles are playing, yeah. uh, there's not many people there. Yeah, of course. So they will have the uh, Eagles games uh, next fall if, if everything goes right. Yeah, that would be great. Um, so closing weekend is October 29th. They're having a Halloween party for adults. And then Sunday, October 30th, it's at the kitty um, Halloween party with trick-or-treat candy and all sorts of fun stuff. Excellent. So Constitution Yards lives to see another day. Yes, very exciting. Now, yes. the other thing, I, d- I <laughs> did a beer-related event. I went to Grain Fest. Oh, okay. Which is where we did our first and only live yes. podcast <laughs> with Sam Calgioni. <laughs> it went so well, we never did another yes, one. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we will. We should come up with a uh, reason to do another live one. That was fun. We could just do it. We could I don't do know it. that we need a reason. That's true. We don't really. We need like a bars <laughs> and podcasting. Uh, yeah. So Grain closed down the old East End right. Cafe, the old Mojo Main on, in in Newark. They've extended their parking lot, um, but they closed the whole parking lot down, and they had a big stage at the end of it. They had I don't know maybe fifteen breweries. They had uh, I don't give a fork food truck was there. Um, I got there <laughs> with a b- hour to go. The Bull Buckers were playing. Um, 
they had a good selection of, of beer people there. Um, everyone, it seemed, had a really good time. It's just hard to escape that you're in the parking lot of right. the East End. Um, <laughs> there's no amount of beer and yeah. tents and music that right. will shake shake that right. from what's <laughs> happening. Like, you just look around and you're like, wow. Like a cop walked by me. I'm like, wow, normally when a cop is in this parking lot, people are going to jail. Running. Like right. always. I've never seen a cop back there where it didn't end with someone <laughs> running or crying. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a crazy busy weekend uh, because they had that Delaware Food and Brew Fest down in Harrington. There was so much going on. Blue Earl had their yep. festival. I didn't realize Argila had their fall yep. fest. Um, so almost every brewery had to, like, get everyone yeah. they know working to go out to all yeah. these different places. There was also the Rivertown's um, Fried and oh, Fest right. or whatever From in Old Newcastle and Delaware City. So right. they had a brew fest. Yeah. I went to Old Newcastle for a while. That's probably that. the, the biggest weekend of beer-related festivals of the year, no doubt. So much. Yeah, yeah. So much beer. Uh, the, the only recommendation for grain, so, so, the, uh, <laughs> so the festival ends, right? and there's only one way out for all the trucks <laughs> and everything, so they need to get everyone out of there quick, yeah. is what I gathered, because, I mean, the music ended on the stage. I didn't hear any warning, like, hey, in 15 minutes, you know, we're going to... Yeah. So, like, you just look up, and there's this huge guy <laughs> with, like, all their little kids who bust there. Like, there's a bunch of 15-year-olds, like, with their arms folded behind them. And the guy is their chef. He's this big, uh, has, like, a shaved head. <laughs> right. He's like, got to finish your beer or go in there. And it's like, it's like, oh, boy. Like, that was, <laughs> that was a quick, like, everyone's drinking, having fun. And uh, I was talking to the uh, guitarist, I think, for Old Baltimore Speedway. He's like, oh, <laughs> well, I have to unload, I have to break down my gear, and yeah. I'll just finish my beer. He goes, finish the beer or go in there. And it was like, uh-oh. Oh, no. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> so he drank half of his beer, put it down, and started to walk towards the band area. Yeah. <laughs> and the chef picks up his beer pours it in the garbage can and says, how do you like that? I'm like, oh, no. Now he's just taunting <laughs> people. <laughs> so that's when we left. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe next year they'll have someone who's dealt with customers before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Bulldoze that place empty. <laughs> um, but uh, all, all in all, uh, it was fun seeing yeah. people out and about in Newark. Yeah. Like, having like fun. Like en masse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, during the day, too. It's not just, you know, yeah. nighttime when... Well, that's what's nice about the um, beer garden, too. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, day drinking is okay now. Right. Because we have to be at work early. We're getting old. Yeah. I want to drink early so I could go to sleep early so I could be at work early. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> um, I heard that you were out gallivanting also. I was. Uh, so... We did the story, I think, last week about new um, breweries, wineries, cocktail makers, etc. So I tried the new mead place, meadery. Right. Uh, and and what is mead? It's okay. A, it's a type of alcohol that's like kind it's, of like wine. It's or honey wine. It's honey wine. So it's sweet wine. But I didn't realize there were so many varieties. Um, first of all, the place is really cute inside. Um, it's in Ellesmere, so it's not 
a cute right your surrounding area the rolling hills of greenville are yes. surrounding you right <laughs> and it's also in like an industrial park but right. once you get past that Which and get inside right where most of these upstart right. breweries uh meateries cideries right normally they are. they are in like little places where rent's low right yeah yeah um so once you get inside, it's really cute, and they had a ton of varieties. So I had one, well, I had four, but uh, I had a flight, and my favorite one was, I can't remember the name, something like Hoptastic, and it was kind of like a beer-mead hybrid. I was like, hmm, more than I expected. <laughs> I will be back, liquid alchemy. <laughs> uh, and I also went to Belfont Brewing for the first time, which, less of a surprise, because beer's beer right uh but also like cute once you get in kind of like a storage unit when right. you pull in you might be confused it's actually near price's corner yes. not in belfont it's not in belfont um but you know good beer really nice people working like totally willing to give you just samples of everything you ask for like it was good nice so yeah there's there's so many out there that you could spend like two months of weekends just you have so many options. <laughs> it's nuts. And it's uh, also fresh and good. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> the thing. And I just love that the people who work there are obviously passionate about it. So they're yeah. so knowledgeable. Right. Like you can ask them anything. Be right. like, okay, I like this, this, and this. What do you recommend and why? And they know the story from like where and when the hops were grown to, right. you know, the glass you're drinking out of, which I love. Mr. Budweiser doesn't tell you that. He does not. He keeps that to himself. I think he tells us horses. So uh, before we came in here, you said they just announced the Rock and Roll oh Hall yeah. of Fame um, nominees. nominees for this year. So these aren't the people who are definitely in. Right. They're going to pick like five from this batch. Right. Okay. So I, and I have not heard any of this, so all right. let's go through them. This I'll drop it fun. all on you. Okay. Joan Baez. Yes. Yes. Bad Brains. Of course she should be in there. Yeah a no-brainer plus i interviewed her last year like she, you're, she was yeah. very nice to me okay so, <laughs> so so yes the hall should take that into Thumbs consideration <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they already have bad brains they're not gonna make it okay <laughs> the cars they i think they're gonna make it i think they will shaka khan um no fence on the fence fence Just a straight okay we'll fence. go fence all right we'll say yes no or fence okay lightning so round no yes yes okay chic I don't know Chic. Okay, that's a no. Depeche Mode. I'd say no. Who I have seen in concert, yeah. FYI. No, they don't have enough. Okay, ELO. Mm, that's offense. Okay. I'm not really into, isn't that like prog rock? Electric Light Orchestra? I don't really listen to them. Yeah. Yeah, that I, is. It's that. like 70s. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Jay Giles Band? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say yes, but I don't know. There's so many bands that are like that, that it's right. like, why do they get in? I have no idea. I saw that and was like, really? But Centerfold? Yeah, Centerfold. And there's one other one, but I can't think of what it is. I like Jay Giles, anyway. but okay, let's keep going. So is that a no? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Come okay. on, there's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're going to put that on the fence. Okay. Steppenwolf? <laughs> no. <laughs> the zombies? Offense. Okay. Yes. No. <gasps> what? 
I think that they are going to get in because the Rock and Hall of Fame has been mending fences with acts that have um, very, uh, very strong fan bases that have been fighting right. for them to be in for a long time. Who made it last year? I'm totally blanking. Um, but it was a, another band like that. Um, who I, got in I who you were pissed at? Oh, Steve Miller. Oh, yeah. Uh. Steve, Steve Miller gave his... <laughs> But it seems like these progressive rock bands are, yeah. are finally getting their due. And, Did Rush um, get in? Rush. Is that Rush, what we were yeah, Rush yeah. got in, right. If Rush got in, I have a feeling that Yes is, is going to make it. Okay. How about Journey? I think Journey should be in there. Okay. Craftwork? No. MC5? Yes. <gasps> Definitely MC5. You just got so excited. Uh, Janet Jackson? Yeah, she has tons of hits. She she was influential. Yeah. No it's doubt. Awesome. And she's having a baby. At 50. At 50. Jane's Addiction? That sounds like a reality show. It does. It probably will be. Jane's Addiction. Hmm. They were influential. Yes. Um, do they have enough hits, albums? I don't I say so, no. but I don't know. This, uh, this is probably only their first or second time right. being on the list. They have to wait it out. Okay. Sorry. Joe Tex? I have no, no idea what that okay. is. <laughs> Tupac? Yes. Okay. Of course. And I think I know the answer to the last one, Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, save the best for last. Okay, so let me take a look at, the, right. at that list. So what, do they normally put in five? Yes. About five, five or six? Wow. Yeah, so Pearl Jam, Tupac, Yes, Journey, Janet Jackson, I feel like we need someone older. And Joan Baez. Oh, and Joan Baez. Okay. I think those six would be strong. That would be a solid, that would solid be. class. That would be. Well, that was fun. <laughs> all right. We will now always have a quiz. We'll see. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up with a look segment we call What's Up With? And Sarika, what's up with people being big babies about people in clown outfits? <laughs> I mean, come on. I know people are, some people are freaked out by clowns. I don't like people in costume in general. I was just going to say, you but don't even I'm like saying, costumes. Is this America? <laughs> We're afraid of clowns. Are you We're clowns? afraid of clowns. We're afraid of ISIS. I get that. Yeah. Even though, I mean, here, living here in Wilmington, I'm not really afraid of ISIS. Right. It's not on my top 30 things I'm right. worried about list. What? Uh, I would clowns. love to know what trumps ISIS <laughs> on your list of what I'm scared of. But clowns, I mean, what's going on? What's going on with this? You've, you've been manning our news desk. Okay, here's, I think, what happened. There was, like, one crazy-ass person right. dressed up like a clown carrying black balloons around and not hurting anyone, just freaking people out in, like, Wisconsin or Minnesota or one of those states. Right. And Which you're allowed to do in America... Yeah, but it's still super weird and creepy. Okay. So weirdos are in here. I think that like started a trend, and then they started popping up all around the country, and then overseas, and now everyone's <laughs> scared of clowns. And what did I just saw? Oh, Target you is just pulling. yada 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 the <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> no, no, it's become such a thing that Target is pulling its clown I costumes saw that. for Halloween. I saw that. And some other like Halloween retailer said that. Basically, their sales of clown stuff have gone through the roof because everyone wants to be a scary clown for Halloween. 
first of all, that's a terrifying Halloween to me, regardless of what's going on in the news. I don't like clowns. But I'm also not scared that one's going to attack me. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole thing was I was reading an article that we wrote about this, um, and the last segment of the, of the article had a subhead, and it said, local clowns react to frenzy. <laughs> I know! Or something like that. <laughs> and like we talked to real clowns, you're like, yeah, it really sucks. Like, And when you think of it, say you're a clown going to a party. Right. You get dressed up at home, you get in your, your clown car, and you go out, <laughs> you go out to the gig, right? And if you have to, you probably try not to, but if you have to stop for gas or to get a whatchamacallit at 7-Eleven, sure. you can do it. You not look anymore. Weird. Now it's like people are going to call the police on like you. Like you're a terrorist. <laughs> you're a terrorist. Yes. And you're just going to like charm some three-year-olds for a birthday party. First of all, whoever hired that clown, you're the worst parent ever. No one wants a clown at their birthday party. They're the worst. Unbelievable. Public service announcement over. All this clown hatred. You're a clown. (laughs) I know. That's why I'm I'm fighting back. Mm -hmm. You know that old saying, they come come for everyone else and they'll (laughs) come for you and you're quiet. (laughs) You're next. I'll be the last clown standing. Yes. Um, Ryan, what's up with Corey Feldman? <laughs> Corey Feldman, <laughs> was he on, like, Good Morning America or the Today Show? Okay. I have so... Uh, so he's trying to have a music career? Right. Which I don't remember if he's tried to do before. Mm-hmm. But he was oh, on... Oh, yes, he has. He was on the Today Show wearing, I might add, like, a gold lame... Some sort of gold mm-hmm. hooded cape type situation. Right. <laughs> number one but i guess he was supposed like old butterfingers yes he dropped an Feldman. american flag uh-oh and everyone went crazy not by accident like he was doing a choreographed move and dropped the flag to move on to something else and just threw it on the ground yes <laughs> but my favorite part that doesn't go over well are the comments TV. No, but my favorite part about I mean, I have so many favorite parts. Yeah. Like, I guess favorite is not the word I need to use. Yeah. There's so many good parts to this. But one of them is his commentary after the fact. In defending himself, he used phrases like, my brain reverted to choreography, and as a dancer, <laughs> dot, 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 Corey, you are not a dancer. <laughs> your choreography, quote, unquote, was to raise your hand and give a peace sign because the song's all about America. Mm-hmm. I can't even. <laughs> like, the gold hood, the robe. I just, the whole thing. You know this is Ryan Lochte's future. He's going to be doing this on the Today Show in four years. I think that's his present. <laughs> well, I know he's doing da- Dancing with the Stars now. <laughs> but this is, when he does that, and then everything else falls, the, and the bottom falls out, right. he's going to end up doing an album and... Making an ass of himself on all TV. <laughs> all I'm saying is the and wrong Corey. And marble mouthing an apology. The wrong Corey died. The wrong Corey died. Yeah. Corey Haim was so much better than Corey Everyone Feldman. knows Corey Haim was superior to Feldman. <laughs> so from what I remember, I think Feldman was on like the Today Show like three years ago and did a song. He was. And it became like a viral hit because it was right. so ridiculous. Right. So they just tried to scrape the bottom of that barrel yeah. again and it didn't go well and it was a hot mess <laughs> a hot mess oh uh, man that sucks oh well sorry Corey. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what you're what so compassionate oh well sorry Corey. <laughs> it's like what 
he's been on every horrible reality show that there yeah. is. I mean, give up. It's the worst thing on earth is to have any amount of fame and also be broke because everyone thinks you're rich, right? Yeah. That's got to be horrible. It has to be the worst. Like people just coming in to work on your house or, you know, people are expecting bigger tips. Right. Um, and for him, he's, first of all, he looks exactly like he did in like the Goonies. So there's no mistaking him for someone someone else. Right. He's still wearing like the black fedora. Yes. He looks <laughs> the same. So there's no mistaking him. And he is, he's been famous for so long that everyone's like, hey, Corey. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, seriously. All right, well, let's pull the plug on this podcast. We'll be back uh, in a week or two, and um, we don't have a song, so we're just going to let our studio audience play us out. We'll talk to you next week. All right, talk to you later. Thank you. No, sit down. You're too kind. You're too kind. <laughs>